Hello, welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. This is volume. Wait, I think I finally wrote it down right. Hold on. Hold your horses. 12. <laughs> Every time I laugh, I just go into a horsing or a horse coughing fit. And yeah, that's pretty much been my week. And y'all know how much I like to laugh, so. <laughs> I have been fighting this cold that my daughter had for two days and I've had for a week. It's very, very sad. I've been trying to record. I've been feeling sorry for myself. How could this happen to me? I made my mistakes. Got nowhere to run. The night goes on as I'm all that I've been writing down weird stuff all week just random thoughts I think I, I might start just incorporating that more into the podcast it's also very late so I'm in some type of dosed up trance from the the night quill the day quill um the very late start to my day i ain't gonna lie i rolled out of bed at 7 (laughs) p.m to be fair it started with my daughter waking me up at noon because i went to bed at 6 a.m and she just decided she was gonna wake me up like why would you do that oh because you always be like you never get out of bed at 12 and you want to get up earlier that doesn't mean you actually do know that shit. You did that shit on purpose. And I found out that she stole my hot popcorn. It's not happy about it. We had words. She did some dishes. She ain't getting chips for the next like three weeks. And she apologized and said she shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, I still love you. And that's where we've been for <laughs> the rest of the day. <laughs> now everything in the kitchen, she comes and asks, do you want some of this? <laughs> I'm taking the last of this. But she needs to learn that lesson. She did that shit at my mom's house. Because my sister had a birthday on the 2nd. So I dragged my ass over there for the party. Even though I really didn't want to. I stowed up sure shit with my pajamas on. And a sweater. And a mask. I wore a mask the entire time inside the house. And my youngest sister, because she's ignorant. I'll talk about why you got that mask on. And my mom's like, well, one, she's being respectful. Because my dad has COPD. So if he gets COVID, it's a fucking wrap. It's not good. So he needs to be extra protected. But not only that, she's got like three babies and all of them are under the age of like seven. So why would I want to infect your children? She's going to say, well, there's germs everywhere. I'm like, but... You're, you're a fucking idiot. So that's what I had to do with. But she made some good ass barbecue. And then my mom asked for the piece of chicken because she wasn't giving chicken to the kids. Kids was not meant to have the chicken. They were meant to have the ribs because she only had one pack. Damn it. What did I just hit? I don't know. I'm not editing shit. That's one thing I will not be doing on these podcasts until I am better. But, um... 
back to the chicken. Yeah, she had it on her plate and was like, give me the piece of chicken back. My daughter gonna pick up the chicken and lick it. Gross. You nasty. I know my mom wanted to sock her in the mouth and kind of was waiting for me to do so. I'm like, I'm not about to hit my kid over that. That's kind of what your problem is right now. But I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Not on this podcast. However, when it comes to getting a piece of cake, guess who got a really tiny piece? There's ways you handle the situation. It don't need to always turn to violence. That is something that these old school black parents, because that's how they were raised and they was raised before. This is why I'm always like, all races should hang out with each other. You learn a little bit here and a little bit there. Like, hey, maybe I should talk to my child. And yeah, maybe Billy should get smacked with a belt. These are things that we can exchange ideas. It's not got to be all one way or the other. We do have some mail from the mailbag this week. So before I jump into any further random thoughts that shall pass through these lips, let's hop into the feedback. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I'm here to give my feedback for Jones Chronicle. Um, I listened to your last podcast and I really enjoyed it. Um, we've talked offline before about um, us being introverts, and yes, I am a proud introvert. And I must say that, um, unlike your experience with your mom, I didn't have that because my mom is also an introvert. So me and her related uh, to each other in that way. And so I was raised not thinking anything was weird about being an introvert. Um, I just, it was, it felt like a normal thing to me. So it wasn't until I got married and my ex-husband, who is an extrovert, uh, started to try to make me feel weird or odd about being an introvert because I was content with just being home, being a mom, um, doing family things, doing things with the kids and versus my ex who was all about uh, being the life of the party, a social butterfly out and about and, um, you know, having to have an entourage uh, everywhere he went, if, even if it was just to the store, I mean, he would call up a friend and see if he was available and want to go to the store with him. It's like, why can't you just go to the store by yourself? I, I never, it just, it, it, those are the types of things we would clash about because he, he, on the other hand, because I had no issues with being by myself, doing things solo, um, like I love to read. I mean, a lot of the activities I would do is like solo activities, reading, watching TV. You know I mean, of course you can have others, but it, it, it just as easily could be you doing it by yourself. Um, listening to music. Uh, I mean, he would always think it was strange that I would be content to go to a movie by myself or go to the store by myself, go shopping by myself. Um, he always, he would always, um, I wouldn't say always, but he would, he had, he had 
accused me on numerous occasions of meeting up with someone that, you know, there's no way that I was going out and, you know, being by myself. So, yes, because that was something that was just foreign to him and he couldn't imagine people really enjoying doing that. And so, yeah, so we would get into a many, many <laughs> um, disagreements uh, about that. And it just up until that point, I never thought that being an introvert, being with some some people call homebody or whatever, saying, you know, being that type of person, there was anything wrong with that. Um, it was just my my way of my way of being it's like just like you he liked going out doing this doing that I like staying home I like being with the kids I like doing you know activities with the kids and so yes we definitely that's that's the time as an adult is and it seemed like that's when a lot of my um growing pains happen my um questioning myself or my insecurities start to creep in is when I became exposed to different people from different parts of the world when I was in the military um, and just them uh, seeing me different than um, I saw myself. So, yes, there was definitely some, you know, hiccups in my early 20s and I had to find myself again. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was a very, very interesting time. So it seems like I kind of went through what some people go through in their teenage years in my 20s um, because I didn't, I wasn't exposed to a lot of uh, negativity and or in certain areas, uh, again, like being an introvert. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, I, I, I enjoyed that. You talking about that. Also, um, you're talking about the seasons. Um, wanted to throw out there that my favorite season is the fall. I look forward to the fall. Everything, all my fond memories, all just, I, I mean, the weather. I, I mean, and I, I enjoy being outside in the fall. Uh, summertime, yeah, me and bugs, I, I, don't, I don't have time for them. So you were cracking me up when you were talking about the bugs. But, um, yes, the fall, I'm all about being outdoors, doing outdoor activities, um, going to football games, um, going to, I mean, my, um, two of my three kids are born in the fall. I was born in the fall. Um, my favorite holiday is in the fall. So it's just, yeah, it's just a, a great time of the year. And like I said, the weather, I love the weather. I love the scenery, the changing of the leaves, the color of the leaves. Um, just, I just think it's a beautiful time of year. So um, I always look forward to it. And um, I mean, just that prime um, uh, season, um, a little bit after, because, you know, right before, I mean, right as soon as it turns fall, it's still a little bit hot, but it's transitioning to fall and then it's like that two month sweet period of just amazing weather sweater weather light jacket weather that i just i just love it it's just it's just that's my time of the year and i also love spring uh, uh again not before it gets too hot and 
you know, as it's warming up after winter and before it gets too hot, that sweet spot of uh, springtime when all the uh, scenery, things are blossoming, the bugs are not, you know, out too too much and all of that. So those are my favorite um, times of the year. But fall is definitely number one for me. As for your mom, what you're talking about with your mom and hitting your um, your nephew, yeah, definitely is problematic and a no-no um, hitting, you know, people in general, but especially kids upside the head. Um, there's got to be a better way. Um, and you are so right in regards to just having those conversations. It's amazing, um, you know, the you know how we were raised, and some people just you know continue that generational way of doing things oh it was done to me so i'm doing it to you and so it's like at some point you have to break the chain especially if it's something that is not healthy and um i totally agree um i said i have conversations with i mean there are every from time to time it's a one-way conversation because of um the situ- a certain situation but for the most part it may be a one-way conversation initially but at some point i always sit down with my kids and we talk about it like we we have we problem solve we critical think because i think those skills are a dying breed in today's world um and the way uh the kids are growing up today they're not being forced to think about why they made the decisions that they made, why they did what they did. Uh, and that goes a long way to helping them learn and understand and make better decisions. So if you're just sitting there lecturing, lecturing and not giving them that that room to think and understand um, and grow, it, or basically develop, intellectually develop, um, you're stunting them in certain ways. And so and they'll go out into the world and make all these crazy mistakes out there instead of doing them in the safety of, you know, your home and uh, where you can have more, and they're younger, so the consequences aren't as severe um, as it would be as an adult. So, yeah, I definitely, um, um, on the... Uh, <laughs> on the train of thought in teaching your kids, um, not talking at them or um, hitting them. I'm like, it just, it doesn't solve anything in the long run. What are they learning from that? It just, it does, of course, obviously, I was cracking up too, because I'm like, yeah, in my case, um, two of my kids are six feet and over, and the other one is close to six feet. So like, what do I look like? You know, trying to, you know, physically uh, do something to my kids. So anyway, uh, my time is almost up. So I will leave it at that. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, queen of the couch, Shy. Shy, I love fall. That's my favorite. You were describing everything you loved about it. I just got all the nostalgia in the world. (laughs) I was dying about your, your ex always needing an entourage <laughs> that is so my mom though she can't go nowhere by herself she at least takes one of the kids i'm like how the fuck you can't stand you know talk about you always around kids but you taking the kids everywhere you can't go to the store by yourself though what you think gonna happen 
Yeah, so I related to that. Um, I love going to the store by myself. I enjoy it so much. I can get what I need to get done. I don't enjoy shopping. It's actually something on my list that I was thinking about. (laughs) And I love what you said about, you know, how you sit your children down and have them criticize and problem solve so that they can. They don't understand these these are attributes you need in the world. And then why you have so many of us out there just acting as if there's nothing they can do about it because they ain't been taught that maybe there is. Uh, poll question for this week in case I forget. How often do you get good sleep? Is it one to two nights of the week? Is it three to five nights of the week? <laughs> and do you consistently go to bed at the same time? Because I heard that's what helps it all. I, myself, do not consistently get good sleep. It's all over the place. So that's why I'm questioning it. Questioning it. Words. They will happen. So yeah, going back to I don't shop. I don't like to shop. Right now, my life is Amazon. Ever since, like I get, I don't care about what Jeff Bezos is doing. I care the fact that I can get all my shit in the mail in two days. It's great. I hate crowds. I'm content. (laughs) Smelling and looking like a million bucks in my pajamas. Most of the time. So, I get the homebody feel of it. And I'm going to say pajamas. My pajamas don't look like pajamas. I will say that much. I have like casual loungewear. I can go to the store in them. Not all the time do I not go to the store in my pajamas. Because I do. I know I had a friend was dragging. Who goes into me? She said it so funnily. We were at work. And uh, I do, she, when I say friend, she really is my friend. I actually just talked to her the other day on chat because we still work. We don't work in the same department anymore, but she's like, yeah, I don't get why people go to the store or Walmart in their fucking pajamas. And me and the other introvert just looking at each other. (laughs) Like, why are we being judged right now? Why do clothes have to be dressed casual to be considered uh, clothes to wear? Okay. Society... These are society rules. We don't have to adhere to them. I am always disappearing from a group. (laughs) I noticed that about myself when I was having some random moments of contemplation. I've had a lot of them this week. So I, I really don't love crowds. So anything that gets me to avoid them you were mentioning some some events you like to go out to and I like the weather I will say that much but I I just I've never I liked movies my mom even said that to me the other day yeah I talk a lot to my mom now that I've moved back because she calls me a lot so I uh lost my train of thought because I actually forgot what we were talking about I've heard that's an introverted thing too. It'll come back to me. I'm sure there's other things on this list that we can discuss. Uh, Like me being in a relationship with myself. I think that's where it boils down to. 
is a lot of introverts are in a very content relationship with themselves. I even get to have sex with myself and don't have to have an unwarranted conversation afterwards. I could just pass out into sleep or sometimes Candy Crush. Because Lord knows I like to crush candy after an orgasm. I think that because I'm the male in the relationship that I like that could be considered intimidating to other men. I'm not excessively a talker unless under the influence. And if I know you very well, I will have a lot of conversations, which is funny because someone brought this up to me um, at work as well. You, you seem like you like to talk a lot. And I'm like, I don't. She's like, well, you're always talking in meetings. I'm like, because I have to. Because if I don't, in, uh, like a, a part of my performance is engagement. So if I don't say anything, because there are some people, because I'm in a class full of introverts. I think that's naturally what a lot of insurance people <laughs> just uh, fall into the category of or that I don't know. That, not a lot. That's why I always, or that's why I kept saying before I didn't realize how much that I was an introvert because I've managed to, for the most part, stay around other introverts without fully realizing it. And also, I never really had the label for what was me. I think I explained that last episode. So. I have the capacity to do that because I'm also a perfectionist and want always to reach all of my goals. If that means engagement means I need to speak in every huddle, then I speak. It's not because I'm enthused to do it. It's not even like, cause I'm like, you know, it's funny. And I'm like, yeah, if you have a one-on-one conversation with me, it's usually a good conversation. I love talking to people when it's on a level of not superficial, which unfortunately is 95 of other people's percent conversations, which is when I don't like talking. So if it's a, a deeper or meaningful or interesting conversation, sure. Fortunately, most people, <laughs> I'm not saying most, but a lot of people excessively like to uh, like to be in melodrama and I don't do melodrama so yeah I, I'm with you on with Shy I know I'm like hitting your feedback but I'm also going into because I don't want this to be too long um, but yeah I'm also with you with I don't need to fill my free days with shit to do also think that's why I'm a male in the relationship. Like, I don't want... Like, I want to sleep in on Sunday. I like sleeping in. Slept a whole lot today. Pretty sure I'm going to sleep in tomorrow because it's 3 a.m. I love sleeping in because I never get enough of it. I don't want to explore my emotions all the time. Something extroverts like to do. You know? So that's why I'd also be the male in the relationship. <laughs> that was my ex. That's why we called him Samantha. When I say we, it's my friend William that I'm no longer friends, not friends with. We just stopped after he got a girlfriend. 
because I will have very strong and I have had a very strong male relationships that are not sexual so they can happen it's not like they didn't want them to be sexual but when I said no they were like want to be friends I'm like yeah that's fine and that's how I'd be like I like you as a person I just don't want to fuck you so me and William we talk about everything and once you have that barrier open where sex is not a problem you just get to you get to pick their brains about how they feel and how they think and so we would have very very great conversations and we would also make fun of my ex because his name was Samantha even though he was called Sam because he'd always be like at two o'clock in the morning sitting on my bed talking about I'm thinking about what happened two years ago I'm being exaggerating right now but for real and I just don't understand I need to have this talk and then they just be talking about how they feel the entire time and you're just like this is why narcissists love introverted people because we're patient enough to sit there and listen even though you want to just choke them out like what the fuck are we doing here what I will never forget the catch-up fight the catch-up fight I asked that motherfucker for his catch-up in the car because I had like a few and he had like 20 it's just a casual question the next minute I was the most it was all about me being selfish I don't know how we get here these are this is why I don't work in those type of relationships because I sit there for a very long time just like confused till eventually Shira comes out and we've already talked about Shira nobody fucks with the Jesus this is why I would never get married. Or at least why I don't feel you need to get married. I don't know if I ever will marry. I don't see myself putting that as a lifetime goal. I feel as if I would stumble into it. <laughs> because then I'd have to plan it. And there is nothing I I think I would hate worse than planning my own wedding. Like what? No. No. I'm more like, can we not just throw a party? I've never had brunch in my life, by the way. Someone mentioned that the other day. You want to go to brunch? I said, what the fuck is brunch? <laughs> like, I knew what it was, clearly. Breakfast and lunch. But I'm like, people do that? It's one or the other. Well, mostly not breakfast because I drink it. I'm all about the coffee between whenever I wake up and about six hours later maybe that's too long let me think no usually i eat something around one so nine ten eleven twelve one about four hours later um i also realize i like to take leisure shits and play games on the toilet just for me time <laughs> This is all going back to why I would be the male in the relationship, by the way. We're still on that topic. I guess that's what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> why I'm the male in the relationship. I'm hyperly sexualized when I'm with a partner. About horny 50 to 60% of the time because I'm always going into sexual fantasies. And in any conversation does make me want to kill myself. So... These are the reasons why I would be the male in the relationship. In case you just wanted to know this about me. 
I will say if I have to see that always pad commercial one more time on YouTube where she rolling in the bed or the pad on. Like what the fuck is that? Seriously, what the fuck? Who came up with that and thought it was a good idea? I don't want to see you in your underwear rolling around knowing you on your period. No one wants that part of their life. So putting it in a damn commercial just irritates me. I also had a UNO tournament with my child this week. And you were talking about this, Shy, uh, about teaching your kids lessons. So I told her, look, I'm having fun, so I win. You are giving yourself bad juju by wanting to be vindictive. So I told her this, and this is why I won, because we played out of best out of five, and she won only one game. And it's not that my child is not good at Uno, because she's very good at Uno, but she gets caught up in winning versus maybe if you have fun and you go with the flow. You know, sometimes the universe has a way of putting it out there, right? So I told her this and she played one game and she won and then she went back and she tried to cheat. Because <laughs> we was not playing doubles. Not at all. And then all of a sudden she talking about we playing doubles. Alright, gonna put the draw to. Then got mad and trying to, not mad, but you know, kid mad. And, and tried to back it up. And fucking lost the game. She had me pick up so many cards and I still came back and won the game. She couldn't even believe it. What did we learn? Speaking of things um, I've learned during the week, I'm going to start writing those things down too. Because I actually watch a lot of, I don't even know how I fit so much of my life into my life. But because we only hit one and it's precious and I want to experience it all, I somehow make it work. But I'm going to start writing down stuff I learned that are interesting or, or just that. So I don't want, it, as we continue this podcast, it can't always be about, and I really get exhausted talking about, <laughs> just um, the home front. But scientifically, scientifically, we are sexually attracted to what we can't have, which was very interesting and then i learned a new term that describes me perfectly demisexual are you a demi is it demi or demi demisexual this is a person who is or experiences sexual attraction only when they feel a true emotional bond with another person i am a hundred percent that i think this is going back to the pretty boy conversation like you, I can't just look at you and you're cute and I'm automatically oohing and eyeing over you. Like, it, mm -mm. I need to feel, I think it's also why I have very few celebrity crushes. It's like the same five people and I'm not sure what in the universe I have an emotional bond to them, but that's, that's why that is. Thought that was interesting. What else did I learn? Apparently, I had 112,000 files on my computer. I've been yelling at it for being so fucking slow, and all this time it's been crying. Help me! Help me! Nigga! So I felt really bad <laughs> once I realized it's um, pretty much my fault. 
We're going to end this podcast with some drunk stories. I've been promising this for a few weeks. And then next week, we're going to start with a new kind of format. And you'll see it when you get there. (laughs) So put it together. But I have a better format in mind. So if you have ideas, definitely send them in to me. But I think I'm getting a better grasp of what I want this podcast to be about. So drunk stories. My first one would be on my 21st birthday. Because yes, I waited till I was 21 to drink alcohol because that's when it was legal. You fucking what, mate? I know. I was an absolute and utter square. But shit, the law was the law. <laughs> that and I never really wanted to drink. There was no huge hype in it for me. And to this day, I'm still rather relatively a eh, drinker. Which is why this is going to be a very short list of drunk stories. So, Carl Rossi. That's what I had. It was disgusting. And I never wanted to drink it again. But I didn't get drunk on my 21st birthday. But I remember where it was. We I rented a hotel room. My sisters and my brother was there. It was actually one of the rare occasions in which... We were all together. Actually, rare occasion. Well, actually, at the party for my um, my sister Muff, where she had four of her five children in the house. I'm sure that probably wasn't something she was my mom expecting. But yeah, I was even nice. Then we have my. I think my best is. <laughs> My 25th birthday party. (laughs) This was when I was around people that actually drank. But I still was no good at it. But that's when I had my friend William. Right? And he used to drive a limo. So he was like, yeah, I'll let you rent my limo. I'll just drive you around for the night for a really cheap price. Cool. So I get to have a limo party. I'm going into New York. uh, Going into. Going to New York the next day. 7 a.m. on a train. Yeah, I was making really great decisions. Um, and I had a little boyfriend. I actually went past where he used to live the other day on the east side. And I usually don't drive up there, but I was I went from actually it wasn't the other day, it was some months ago. Because I went to get my hair done. But uh it was me, him, and then my sister. Muff, because Muff always, she's my road dog. And it was my friend Toya, whose wedding I'm about to go to, and then Giovanni. I haven't seen, I've not seen neither one of these women in like 12 years. So we're going to see each other for the first time in like two months. So it'll be exciting. We still living in the same, we still ain't hooked up. This just, that's what introverts do. Like we love each other, but so from afar. So, um, so yeah, we get into the limo because we picked them. I picked them up from, well, I'm not driving. William's driving. Picked them up from where we all worked. And they had a whole bottle of one of my favorite liquors. Still to this day, despite what it did to me. Um, oh, don't blink on it now. Picardi. So I just drank a whole cup. And I mean, one of those red cups of straight hard 
But Cardi. Bitch, I'm trying to get drunk. 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 I was fucked up. I mean, by the time we got down to downtown, because it's a 45-minute drive to downtown Cleveland, to the club that we were going to go to, or that we did go to, but by the time I got there, I was beyond drunk. I was... <laughs> I'll never forget the music, because I was jamming, too. They had um, the remix version of Freaky Girl by Gucci Mane. also had I Get Money by 50 Cent, except it was the remix version as well. I loved all the remix versions. <laughs> we got down to the club. William was the most concerned because he was my best friend. And the boyfriend was concerned, but I don't think I, he was so short. What was I dating him? He was so fucking short. But he, he was like, is she okay? I was like, I'm fine. Just go party. So we get into the club. And the first thing I do is go to the bathroom and throw up. I thought I'd be fine after that. But no, I was not. We stumble onto the dance floor. I ain't got no damn shoes on. And unlike the clubs that Mimi goes to, it's not allowed. <laughs> not at all. And that is a reference that you would get if you uh, if you were in on that conversation. So when I can no longer dance on said dance floor, because they was like, um, she needs some shoes on. I'm like, fuck that. I'm just going to sit here and dance on the dance floor. <laughs> I was probably kicked out of the club. What did he say? So then back into the limo that we go. We was there probably 30 minutes. <laughs> The party was all in that damn limo to drop them back off. Uh, and then, and I went into my, because I still had to go to the bathroom. So I went into my job at night at like 12 p.m. All the patients, I, in case you didn't know, I used to work at a um, facility for the mentally, mentally and physically handicapped. So... My baby John was up, so I was like, hey, boo. I was giving him all the kisses. And then I used the restroom in not the best fashion, and then walked back out, and then drove back to my house. I was driven back to my house, and by that time, I was just, I was not feeling it. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I need to be sober. Got back, had shitty sleep. Long story short, to wrap this one up, I missed my train. However, they're like, yeah, you can just get the next train, which is tomorrow morning. So there was that. And uh, I had breakfast at Denny's, which made me feel a lot better. So it was a very long, drawn out, drunk, because I ain't go to bed until like, actually, we didn't, what am I talking about? It must have been way longer, because I act like this was all in two hours. We left about 11 p.m. and I got back home around 4. 
So I must be missing some time. But as I stated earlier, I was fucked up. The other stories aren't as entertaining. <laughs> what am I talking about? That time I got drunk before... Or when I went to my ex's ex-girlfriend's house. Yeah, that's a mouthful. So we went to play cards at her house and I got drunk on the way over. And then I promptly pissed in her front yard. Kind of got into my pants and I had to change those. I also kept calling a thermos a thermostat. In New York, I got drunk with my friend Bruce. It's all his fault. Because I don't even know what the fuck I was drinking. Some type of shots. I started off small and then he was going knocking him back and I was knocking him back. And he's like, okay, I gotta go. And I'm like, but I'm ready to party. So he went home and then I partied at the bar for a very long time afterwards. And they walked my ass back to the motel. Luckily that was across the street or I would not have gotten so drunk. Because even when I'm making terrible decisions... <laughs> A part of me just won't make that full terrible decision. And I decided beforehand I was going to get a piece of pizza, which was not a great idea. But I also did. No, I didn't. I thought I got a ginger ale. I got a root beer. Which does not help whatsoever. Got back to my hotel room and promptly threw up. So that wasn't fun. Got drunk in Jamaica. But that wasn't. I mean, everybody was drunk in the bank. <laughs> Nothing crazy. I mean, there's just a whole lot of fucked up in Jamaica and you just did stuff. Uh, the best part, though, is that I we got in the, what do you call those, RVs? Is that what they're called? I'm not sure. But it was fun. I'll tell you that much. Got fucking strep throat. Of course I would. Because that's just the type of things that happen to me. <laughs> when i'm having too much fun and i think uh, that's about i got drunk in las vegas but i just went to a show called sleep no more no that was in new york oh it was a cirque du soleil show mm, i don't know but it had water and it had fire and it was amazing and i went by myself because my ex was out on the on the strip gambling. You know what pissed him off? Is I gambled very little and won $500. And he gambled a whole lot and won nothing. <laughs> Actually, I think he was negative 200 down. <laughs> I will end it with my first weed story though. Because that was hilarious. Now that was some funny shit. Never ever try weed before. I think I was, what, 19? tried weed before I tried alcohol so I was of course with my brother because anytime bad things or things going on that's on the wrong side of the law it's usually with my uh, second eldest sister or my brother and he was like oh yeah you want to smoke this I was like no I don't want to smoke that so then he's like well let me shotgun you if you don't know what that is it's like well, just Google it. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. So I let him shotgun me. And then, how did, I can't even remember how he tricked me into taking... He was like, you don't have to inhale. Just see how you feel. Something like that. It wasn't peer pressure as much as 
I think I was already buzzed on the first shotgun. <laughs> so uh, my my impulses were down. So anyhow, I finally took one hit. It was only one. Man, I was on the fucking floor. I felt like lead. Like something was just weighing me down. I don't know how long I was down there, but when I when I finally got my ass up, I was like, I need Taco Bell. <laughs> So it's not a myth. It really, I don't know what psychologically Taco Bell has to do with cannabis, but they do feel like they're linked together in some perfect mating dance. And thus Taco Bell was had that night. And said Taco Bell, I just decided I needed to get out of the car and start doing cartwheels. So here I am doing cartwheels up and down the parking lot. <laughs> I get the Taco Bell. I'm so happy to get the Taco Bell. I'm like licking everything singly. <laughs> As if I ain't ate in years. Oh my God, it was so funny. It was just funny. Sometimes you wish you had things that were preserved on film. Because in your, as even as I'm telling the story, I'm not giving it any type of justice of just how out of my mind I really was because only I can visualize and see it but it was a singular wonderful experience why the fuck you lying why you always lying oh my god so wow we went way over but that's okay I got my poll questions out there if you want to send feedback on the next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. <laughs>